we've got stories to tell How the human race should be erased from space We're horrible people and deserve to die If you don't believe me, then I'll tell you why We've caused genocides and mass extinction Humans causing bad pollution Amazon is burning down California's on shaky ground Ted Cruz and Cancun people deny the moon Gun crime is on the rise, hypocrisy and evil lies Leadership is on vacation, God is doing tax evasion Police increasing jurisdiction overdue for extinction Welcome back to another episode of Overdue for Extinction, where we have started to declare that we are not a sex-oriented podcast, but we're slowly succumbing to the ugly reality that we might be. We're working hard not to become sex sent me to the ER, but if there happen to be the best stories that we come across, we have to follow the good stuff. Regardless of what we are, though, one thing that isn't an uncertainty is that I'm Anthony. And I'm Russ. And uh, I'm ready to get looking into some of the good stuff that I found this week. But first, Russ, how are you doing this week? Have you encountered anything dumb or anything exciting? No, I had a pretty boring week, I'd say. How about you? Did you discover anything weird or dumb? Uh, I see a lot of dumb, but it happens to be mostly at work, which I did spend an exuberant amount of time uh, today. I went in last night at 11 p.m. and worked all the way to 3 p.m. and then immediately came here to record. Uh, and it's 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 been a real uh, nightmare roller coaster of emotions and sleep deprivation. Um, at one point, I was able to fall asleep on my feet working, and that's bad. Yeah, I mean, you're working around a bunch of open vats of latex, so <laughs> there's a lot of chance for a bath that you don't want. That would be um, a bad bath. Yeah, yeah, probably. That stuff sticks to your hair. It's real bad. Uh, get it on my arms, my legs, and then you got to start plucking hairs out one by one. Yep, that sounds awful. Some involuntary waxing I didn't ask for. <laughs> um, other than that, though, life's been pretty all right. Uh, pretty mundane still, not a lot happening. Um I did see that a lot of games are coming out in October, November, uh, as if my backlog wasn't already screaming at me. Yep. Yeah, so uh, it's uh, it's going to be a good fall, but uh, I guess I'm just not going to see my family for that few months. Probably. Uh, well, since not a lot happened, I guess we can go ahead and kind of just jump into it. Um, I, uh, I guess this week is going to be my... Or no, this week is your week to tell a story. Unfortunately. Uh, I did bare my soul uh, last week to the listeners about becoming Batman. Um, and I guess even then I was kind of uh, giving away my secret identity. So I'm starting to realize that maybe the vigilante life isn't for me. <laughs> but I guess uh, I guess we'll see if I can turn that around later on. So uh, what story do you have to bear for us this time? Well, all of my stories are when I was, from when I was a kid because I was quite the stupid kid. I don't remember the exact age I was, but I was old enough to know how sex worked and how babies are made. Okay. Those are some fundamental building blocks for health education. But, as you know, I'm a big Pokemon fan. Oh, boy. Uh, I have... I still have a lot of stuffed Pokemon toys. Well, when I was a kid, for some reason, I would kiss one of them. And I thought that when I kiss it too many times, I would get it pregnant. <laughs> this was a stuffed animal, by the way. It wasn't like a real thing. Well, no, I mean, Pokemon don't exist, so. Yeah. 
I hope I'm not breaking that to you at 28 years old. No. Okay, no. good, good. There's, there's less concern now for <laughs> the talks that we might have to have uh, in addition to uh, corrective sex talks and then the reality of Pokemon. Uh, but go on, you're, you're impregnating your stuffed animals. Yeah, so I thought that I was going to have it be pregnant and then it was just going to have a bunch of little baby stuffed animals running around. So my genius little mind decided to throw it in a garbage bag and throw it in the back of the attic. <laughs> and my friend finds that story absolutely hilarious. But, uh, yeah, I guess I thought that I can get a stuffed animal pregnant and then I wouldn't have to take care of the babies or anything if I threw it all in the back of an attic. So what what did you think happened? I mean, obviously you assumed that you got them pregnant, which is why you discarded the animals. But what, what was going on in the attic after the impregnation? I don't know. I'm, I assume that the, the stuffed animal was just going to all of a sudden multiply or something. I really couldn't tell you i i was dumb now i don't know did, did your uh your house maybe at any point have um rodents running around the attic and you just kind of thought oh shit it's happening we did actually have a mouse in our house <laughs> uh it was a couple years later i never made the connection but i'm sure if that would have happened around when that happened i probably would have lost my shit did ratata also call you daddy though Yes. Yeah, well, and it seemed like your theory might not have been too far off. It might not have been. Um, now, obviously, as you're well aware now, you can't impregnate uh, stuffed animals. However, if you were a ditto, that might be how Pokemon could reproduce. That could be. Po- uh, ditto is absolutely the horror of Pokemon. And I don't think it's talked about enough. It's definitely the horror of Pokemon. So. I feel bad for that poor little sex worker. <laughs> it really is. You just kind of ditch them too when you uh, drop them off at the uh, the Pokemon uh, oh, daycare. Yeah. yeah, you never bring them back. No, you, there's no reason to. He hits level 100 eventually because yep. he just keeps getting that experience. Um, at that point, you're really just you're getting experience not from battling but from fucking. Yeah, and that's a darker side to Pokemon that the games don't introduce. It absolutely is. So I'm glad to hear that you didn't have to worry about raising a family as a child. Because <laughs> raising a family is hard as an adult. Doing it as a child, especially when they're half beast, is another matter entirely. I don't know how I would have told my parents. I don't know what the abominations would have looked like if you had impregnated the Awful. Pokemon. I mean, there's some scary Pokemon, but there's it, also like garbage <laughs> Pokemon. Specifically, the plushie was of a Minin, so it looks like a Pikachu kind of, but yeah. Was it th- that that probably was your safety net then because it was a minoon and not a plusle, so you weren't adding anything. It was just yeah, just going into the void, I guess. I guess though, maybe the one thing you did add was maybe the trauma of <laughs> remembering <laughs> this still as an adult. Yeah, that's all right. It's a decent story. I don't know that it trumps the Batman story. And uh, I don't think anything trumps that story. I'm hoping that eventually we're going to get people to start sending in their own dumb stories. That maybe somebody will tell something that will kind of take some heat off of that one. Uh, I, I think I told that one too early. Maybe I should have saved that for the drunk episode we have planned down the road. Well, just know I'm never going to let that die. Well, maybe... Um, Maybe for Christmas you'll get me a costume and I can, <laughs> I can pick up and resume my, my vigilante justice. <laughs> I might just have to do that. <laughs> all right, Whip well, cream and all. <laughs> um, if you're ready then, uh, and you're done bearing your soul to everyone, we can go on and get, get on with the rest of the show. Uh, you know the drill by now. We're going to kick things off with a would you rather concocted by my morally questionable wife. Uh, so if you're ready to go, we'll get the gerbils running in high gear. Sounds good. All right, so uh, this week's Would You Rather is, would you rather get rich in a way that disappoints your family 
or just make enough money to live? That's kind of hard. Because if they know, then... I mean, do I really care enough? I mean, if I'm making a lot of money, would my parents really care that I'm doing something that would really disappoint them? Because I'm still going to be rich. That's true. I could uh, just buy them a big house or something and say, don't worry about it. Don't worry about where the money comes from. It does say that you are getting rich in a way that disappoints your family. So I think the one of the biggest money makers right now is probably OnlyFans. Right. So imagine, let's say that's where your fortunes come from. You find the, the women out there, or I guess guys, there's probably going to be plenty of them too subscribing. Uh, they have um, the... Uh, um, dad bod uh, uh, appreciation. Uh, thank God somebody does because I can't bring myself to stop eating the good food. <laughs> um, so let's say that OnlyFans is the way that you make your riches. Um, what do you do when your family asks where the money came from? Are you going to kind of divert it and tell them something else? I think I would have to. Um, eh. I mean, if they really had to know, I don't think that they would be that disappointed that I'm making millions selling pictures of myself. Yeah, I, I think it, depending on how rich you get to, how much money you've made off of this, and you can pay off debts, you can outright buy houses or cars or whatever, put up your family nicely for all the sacrifices they've done for you. Um, I think if you get rich enough to do that all, you can get weird with it <laughs> and just be like, well, I would just wanted to show off what you gave me. And then you could strike some poses and be like, this is the goods that's getting all the money. Yep. And um, or just enough money to live on. I think I'm comfortable with that option personally. I am. I've always, um, I've always wanted to live comfortably, not make too much or too little. Um, although if you make enough money to become eccentric, I, I think that's when life gets really interesting as we've seen um, people like Elon Musk and uh, Jeff Bezos, and they're just, you know, building these penis-shaped rockets <laughs> and going up into space for a couple of minutes. Um, and then you can buy Twitter and then argue against buying Twitter and yep. all of that mess. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you think that if your parents found out that you had made your riches on OnlyFans that you would be, like, the family disappointment? I think with how much my family likes money. I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah, I... <laughs> With enough money, shame just kind of slides under yep. the table, and I think any amount of reality TV stars that we see has proven that time and time again. Uh, you see all of the ridiculous things that the Kardashians have done, and especially right. with um, uh, Kim starting out like her fame from the sex tape with Ray J. Um, I think enough money just kind of shoves everything under the rug, and nobody really thinks about it twice. Yep. The, the one bad thing, though, is if you do make a lot of money, your parents might want to start doing it, too. Hopefully not with you. Yeah, hopefully not. A <laughs> <laughs> oh God, <clears throat> hopefully not a collaboration. Um, that's probably the worst way. At that point, you have to commit seppuku to, <laughs> to just get over it because there's no amount of therapy. You can't afford that much therapy, regardless of the riches you've got. Absolutely not. Um, I think I I have to answer a lot of questions if people find out that I get it in a way that might be considered disappointing. Uh, now, if you're doing something else, maybe like dealing drugs, maybe that's like, oh, well, he's obviously mixed in with bad people, but look at this nice car I have. <laughs> um, I, I think the only time people are going to be real, real concerned is if you're selling your body in some way. Yeah. Um, and maybe you could get rich doing it in a weird way that's real super niche. Like, I don't know, like letting gorillas eat 
body paint off of you or something. <laughs> that was so specific. Well, I said niche. Like, the, the, your family is going to look at you uh, in a different light if they find out that's how you made your money. Uh, I don't know what that market is for or who that, that market uh, is tied to, but uh, they're probably living an entirely different life than we are, and I would kind of like to get to know them a little bit. <laughs> um, I, I think... I think I'd rather avoid the questions regarding what weird, bizarre way I'm making all of that money. As much as it would be nice to have a ton of money, regardless of the way that I got it, I think I'm going to have to say enough money to live because it's comfortable. I can still get by, and then I don't have to deal with my parents and family talking about how I let a, a baboon suck my dick for <laughs> $200 million. But is making enough money only for food and shelter and doesn't include anything that you like like video games you know what that's a good counterpoint actually because um if it is just enough money to live because you either look at things that aren't uh considered expenses for surviving you know video games are out tv internet uh air conditioning in the summer is gonna suck yep. so if you're just taking care of your base needs we're gonna assume then because these have to be two extremes um i think it has to be enough money to just survive so yeah. I don't have any survival skills myself. I can't hunt. Uh, I don't fish. Uh, I probably could, but I don't, I don't like to. Uh, it's boring. It doesn't uh, yep. satisfy the caveman urge in me to do it. I don't know. Um, I do like leisurely activities. And during the summer, I'm not afraid to kill the environment a little bit for some air conditioning. <laughs> as terrible as it is to say, I'm kind of a pampered bitch. Yeah. So... You know, now that we're looking at it in that perspective, I don't think I'm I'm good to just survive. I think I need to thrive. So, if I have to let a baboon suck my dick for two hundred million, I guess I'm gonna do it. Well, really, the worst that could happen is you just disown your family at that point. If they don't like it, you can just buy your own family at that. Point. Very true. Be like, you don't want to support me and my new baboon daddy. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, I'm gonna go buy a new family now. That oh, that got real weird real fast. I don't, it did. I'm kind of scared of like what your search history is. Well, the FBI is probably also concerned for what they're looking at. Uh, I, I, I Google some things to find some things, and uh, some of the things we're going to get into in a little bit should be more concerning to more people, and we'll, we'll get to those. Um, so I guess if we're looking at doing weird shit to get rich or doing enough to just survive, I'm going to have to get rich because I, I, I have my leisure activities that I need. That's what I would choose. I would rather be rich and then just disown my family if I had to. All right. And I, I think if this podcast is an indicator of anything, we're already disappointments to our family. So we <laughs> might as well make some money off of it. Right. <laughs> All right. All right. That's going to be our answers. Then we're going to lock those in for our, the choices. We're going to go ahead and take a breather from the dumb and give our poor mental gerbils a chance to recover. While we do, we'll let you listen to some of our sponsor breaks because even the gerbils need fed too. And we're back. Thank you so much for listening to the sponsors. Let's go ahead and dive right back into the dumb before we get too relaxed. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to foolproof. Foolproof, uh, just a reminder for the listeners, uh, we've only done one of these before. Uh, we're bringing the segment back. Uh, this week, we are looking at a new... Uh, uh, sorry, we're looking at a new segment uh, instead of newsworthy Neanderthals, which we normally kick things off with. Um, there's a lot of interesting inventions out there. Not nearly all of them should have come into existence, but we live in a world where, as the great Jeff Goldblum once said, uh, was too busy asking themselves if they could and instead didn't consider if they should. Good timing with Jurassic Park coming out too. Right, right. It's very topical. Um, I, 
oh god, I, I'm gonna get some hate for this, but I've not really watched. I think I watched the first one, and that was it. The original Ooh. first Jurassic, and it's not that I've hated them. But I think at some point when I was younger, I kind of had a disconnect from the the love of dinosaurs that most kids have. You give me shit for not watching movies. Yeah, but you don't watch movies like Marvel Cinematic Universe. Jurassic Park's arguably better. Oh, you would have to argue because it's not. <laughs> but we're not here to argue MCU versus dinosaurs. Instead, we're going to look at uh, a creation um, that focuses on the revival, uh, or not a revival, but the new season of Stranger Things. Uh, a lot of people are very hyped about it. Um, me and my wife have watched the first three seasons of it. Uh, it feels like an eternity ago that we watched them, so I don't even honestly know what happened uh, recently. Um, but I've been seeing a lot of posts about people who are super excited about it and uh, and they're talking about it. So I'm going to have to dive in before the inevitable happens and the internet just ruins everything like it always does. Yep, I already got spoiled on something. I'm kind of pissed about it. I do. I The only thing I know about it, I think the only thing I know about it is that Vecna is in it. Um, and for anyone who's not super nerdy, uh, Vecna is uh, a D&D uh, deity, essentially. Uh, uh, I won't go into all of his backstory and lore and all of that. Um, but he's essentially a god. He wrote, ascended to godhood. Uh, so from the little that I know that he's in it, uh, I don't know how the fucking kids are going to survive <laughs> uh, a god. But uh, I guess they will find a way because I don't think Netflix is going to make a lot of money killing kids off. I don't think so. So, especially from such a popular show, right? Exactly. We've invested years into these kids, and then just to watch them die at the hand of a god, kind of anticlimactic. Um, something that's not anticlimactic, though, is this company who <laughs> decided that Stranger Things needed to evolve beyond the typical merchandise, uh, beyond the typical uh, shirts and toys and figures and all of that. Um, God, you know, I, I don't, I almost don't want to present, present it, but uh, we're going to, we're going to take a look as horrifying as it is. Um, so regardless, some people are, are getting real hyped for the upcoming season, or I guess it's here now. Um, and this company felt like they needed to express their love for the show by taking consumerism to a very uncomfortable level. Uh, do you want to let the people know what it is that we're looking at? This would be a Demogorgon Fleshlight. Yeah, uh, so this company, uh, who has just named themselves Straight Out Fleshlight, um, has created this... Uh, well, Fleshlight's a brand. Oh, it's a brand, uh, not a company? Well, yeah, but that's who shared it. Yeah, it's... yeah, yeah. That's what I said, Fleshlight the company. Well, you said <laughs> that there was just some person named Fleshlight on... Oh, I didn't say it. The company Fleshlight... Anyway, these people, these sick fucks who shouldn't have come up with this idea. Uh, yes, they created what you said, a Demogorgon fleshlight. Uh, for anyone who is not familiar with the creature Demogorgon, you can do a quick Google search. But if you like Stranger Things, you have seen it. It was, uh, I think, probably the big bad of the first season. Yep. Um, it's the, the large uh, humanoid type uh, creature with the plant looking head. And when it opens up, it has a bunch of teeth all over its uh, flaps, for lack of a better <laughs> term. Uh, there's no good way to describe what it is. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so uh, if you've ever watched the show or played Dungeons and Dragons, you might be kind of familiar with this monster. Um, so, this particular item, um, well, I don't think we need to describe what a fleshlight is. I think. Most people know, and if they don't, I'm not going to burst that bubble. There's yep. a lot of 
websites that you can go to <laughs> and find answers that you don't yet have. Um, but this particular toy, it gives me a lot of questions. Uh, so, so it, it, if you look at it, it is a giant mouth that opens up kind of like flower petals. Like I said, it has rows of teeth. And if that description sounds like something that you have ever thought you wanted to stick your dick in, then you're <laughs> luck because they made this. It's, it's a real toy that you can buy. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the story. I, I don't know where I heard it from. Um, a long time ago, I came across this probably somewhere on the internet because it's the darkest place in the world. Um, but I had heard of this uh, this couple hooking up, and one of them, uh, whatever room they were in, had like a, um, a disco light orb, and it triggered the girl's epilepsy while she was sucking his dick. And uh, caused her to go into a seizure, and she chomped down on it. And I don't know the extent of the um, the injuries. Uh, I don't think she bit it clean off, but I feel like regardless of how bad it was, you're not going to go back. No. <laughs> um, so when when I'm looking at this, that's my initial thought is this, it's got the rows of teeth, and that's the first story I thought of when I first saw this thing. Um. Now, the Fleshlight marketing team has questionable methods to their presentation, too, because if you look at this thing, and I don't know, they posted it on Twitter, because they the Fleshlight company has a Twitter account, and it has the um, the hidden uh, label where you have to click view, because it could be explicit or uh, graphic. Sure is. It sure the fuck is. Um, so I don't know, we could post it, because much like with the Black Destroyer Dodo, we don't want to press our luck and get the um the group banned on facebook because they're a little bit testy sometimes about what you can post so we're not going to post it but there will be links in the uh notes of the episode right yep okay so people can see this horror show for themselves um but the the company fleshlight tweeted the photo of the fleshlight with the caption welcome to the upside down uh, and the picture of the flashlight looks like it was used to, in the set of a Bukaki film. Um, so looking at it, it's got a bunch of like slime uh, and drool from the teeth, like connecting to the different flaps of the mouth. And it's meant to look like the Demogorgon roaring and spittle and all of yeah. that. It just looks like somebody used it before they took <laughs> a picture of it. It, it looks like a lot of people use it. It looks like what you're buying comes pre-lubed. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> There's nothing appealing about the picture they've chosen to, to market to people. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, this device? I mean, not generally fleshlights. I mean, that's kind of like a, a one-size-fits-all kind of uh, review, but, but this particular one. It's definitely cursed, and I wouldn't want that anywhere near my body. Right. Um <laughs> Yeah, some some of the reviews are just as good as the one-star dummy reviews that we look at every week. Uh, one person said, are we supposed to be afraid or feel horny? And <laughs> I think the clear answer is just yes. Uh -huh. uh, realistically, anytime you put your dick in anything, a toy, a mouth, you're really casting aside all concerns for malfunction or malice. If anything <laughs> goes wrong, you might walk away a little bit less of a man than when you enter the situation. <laughs> Uh, one other person uh, commented that they hadn't been to church in 10 years and looking at this thing makes them consider going back. <laughs> uh, if you're looking at toys like this or the Black Destroyer Dodo that we looked at last episode, maybe you should turn to God, uh, whether that be for deliverance or for divine aid because how you bring yourself to fuck a monster is beyond me. 
Um, now, when we were digging through the article here, uh, it turns out that they are advertising yet another toy. Uh, the good news is women don't have to feel left out. Just because you don't have a penis doesn't mean you can't fuck the Demogorgon. Um, so if you're upset about getting left out by uh, of the uh, pleasuring yourself with a monstrous design, somebody on Etsy has brought it upon themselves to make what I can only assume is meant to be the Demogorgon dick. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> this link... Much to my uh, digress, uh, will be distress will be um, in in the show notes as well if you really want to look at it. Um, but it comes in a multitude of colors. Uh, it's measured to eight inches, seven point two five of them being usable. Um, I hate that the last two episodes have made me look at a measurement of something. <laughs> how much of that is meant to be inserted inside of your body? Um, I guess that you shouldn't let that deter you though, because if you've got enough determination, you could just attach a go fish string to the base of it and just go to town, oh. uh, pack it away in your shame pouch as it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably the best feature about the dodo is that it is aptly priced at $69 even. That's weird. Cause when I clicked on the link, I see it in Australian money. Is it 69 in Australia dollars? It's 134. Uh, well, I mean, Australia is basically a fake country anyway. So I think we can say that. So far, uh, Anchor hasn't told me anybody outside of the U.S. or Canada listens. So as far as we're concerned, they don't exist until they start listening. <laughs> um, so U.S. dollars, I guess, is 69. Uh, is, it, is it from Australia? Is that why it gives it in that measurement? Honestly, I have no idea. Oh, it looks like I have Australian Etsy open. Oh, well, Australian Etsy is probably not going to help you unless you want to pay an absorbent amount of fees for this unique gift. Nope. Um, so, I guess if you're interested in fucking a monster, uh, you can finally leave your jackass boyfriend and purchase something that won't hide its phone from you or gaslight you. When I saw this at first, I thought it was supposed to be a tongue. It, maybe it is. Um... I don't think they specify on Etsy what it is. It, it just says the Demogorgon. Uh, fantasy Dodo, Adult Toy, Stranger Things, Dodo, Silicone Dodo. It is a Dodo. We, we've established that five times in the title alone. Um, it, it could very well be a tongue. Um, it doesn't say anywhere, as far as I'm aware. The good news is they do support uh, Klarna. So if $69 doesn't feel right to you, uh, you can get to feeling right for a little bit per week. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> do you have anything else that comes to mind when you're looking at this thing and try not to make eye contact with it because it may steal your soul if you do. The bad thing is like, I, when I look at this, I picture it on the Demogorgon and I really don't like the thought of sexualizing the Demogorgon like that. Cause it's not a pretty creature. I guess if you have enough determination, though, you can fuck anything. Um, I, I'm going to make the mistake of going back to the fleshlight because I want to see if it's supposed to have this purple tongue that's being shown. It doesn't seem to. Uh, it, it is just a hole inside the toothy mouth. Um, I, I guess I wouldn't have expected a tongue. I don't know what I would expect, truthfully. I, I've never owned one or seen one in person. Uh, my expectations are pretty low, and they have somehow sunk them all, <laughs> all the same. Um, I mean, there's something for everybody out there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, tongue, penis, whatever it is, I guess as long as it gets the job done and you're into that, uh, more power to you. Yep. So if you've got nothing else on that, I'd happily walk away from this and go on to the next topic. Yeah, I think I'm ready to uh, 
not get so sexual anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to attempt that then. All right. So to prove that we're not a sex podcast, despite the poor choice of the starting segment, we're going to look at some reviews, but for something far less filthy. Well, it's filthy in another way, I guess. We're going to look at something that should be helping keep clean, but it's more of a letdown than people had hoped for. So the item we're looking at reviews for is the Fanwer Toilet Aid Tool Long Reach Comfort Wipe. Extend your reach over 15 inches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very lengthy title. All Amazon products are. Oh, is that? All Amazon products are lengthy titles. Yeah, they really want to give you the, the full uh, Monty, as it were. Uh, so the description of it is that it is plastic. Uh, it is considered an essential aid. It is designed to help people who find it difficult to bend, turn, reach, uh, and reach the toilet. This toilet aid. Oh my god! I don't know if I'm fucking up or if they fucked up, but it is designed to help people who find it difficult to bend, turn, and reach. This toilet aid allows the user to be more self-sufficient in and around their homes. So it was meant to be two different sentences, but they have a comma which kept me going. <laughs> Uh, it empowers individuals to complete the wiping function safety, safely and effectively with dignity. Now, this particular object, honestly, it looks like you could fuck yourself with it if you really wanted to. It really does. Uh, it is a curvy wand. Um, I don't, I guess that curve is important for the right angle, but it just feels like it, it was multi-purpose and it, yep. I, we're descending into a sex podcast, and I don't know if we can do anything about it. Um, so this wand um, is meant to uh, have toilet paper wrapped around the head of it, and there's a, a like a crease um, that you can tuck the paper into. And then after you have stuck it underneath of you and wiped with it, you're supposed to be able to press an ejection button on the other end of it that's supposed to let go of the toilet paper. Um, it sounds completely functionable it sounds like it should work by all accounts but it turns out that a lot of people found that this thing did not do well <laughs> shit for them uh, or rather the problem was that it did shit uh, for them and we're gonna dive into some of those reviews so the first one here uh <laughs> we, <laughs> we started off with a clearly a troll um review uh this one left by paul dorton <laughs> said nope uh, this is the worst selfie stick ever. <laughs> to be fair, it does look like a selfie stick. It does. It absolutely does. Uh, it is angled weird, though. So he, I, is he holding it like he's holding it outward? I can't tell if that's his left or right arm, and he's like holding it facing. I, it's hard to describe. Um, essentially, though, it looks like he's got his phone in that divot. Uh huh. And I'm hoping that he didn't put he didn't use it for the correct purpose before he put his phone in it. Because that brings us back to the first episode of the woman who dove into the toilet to get her phone. <laughs> um, I, so if he did use it for a selfie stick, even as a gag review, I hope that he didn't first use it for its intended purpose. Because if he did, that phone now needs to be sacrificed in a pit of fire to send it to hell where it now belongs. <laughs> now, to be fair, though, this would be good for an OnlyFans user for a selfie down there. That would be able to get a pretty good angle on that. That's true. However, um, a lot of people are complaining that the toilet paper uh, either can't eject because the button doesn't work right or that um, the toilet paper doesn't stay on at all. So based on those reviews, I wouldn't trust this thing to hold my phone an inch off of the ground. <laughs> 
That's uh, a good point. So I guess if you're feeling real risky, maybe I guess the selfie stick would be a better uh, choice for the tool for that. But sure, I guess you could use it if it holds the phone better than the toilet paper for that purpose. I don't know that from the toilet bowl is the perspective I've ever enjoyed. Well, who said it had to be by a toilet bowl? Well, if this thing is designed to get underneath of you while you're on the toilet and you're insisting that this could be used for OnlyFans, I assume you're getting a full shot of the gooch. Well, yeah, but you don't have to be on a toilet to do that. No, I mean, I guess not. I mean, I don't know why I was a weird one and went straight with a toilet bowl view. But <laughs> honestly, how many OnlyFans do you hear about that uh, that is doing it from a toilet bowl view? I think that there's a niche audience for that. Honestly, that could be what you do for the millions of dollars for your family's disappointment. I don't know, but you might have just uh, showed me some fetish that you had that I didn't know about before. Listen, what's in my Google searchery? searchery? (laughs) I think I coined a new term. What's in my Google search history is between me, God, and my FBI agent, all right? (laughs) So you don't, don't worry about it. But now that we've come up with this new idea for what you could use selfie sticks for, uh, there might be some new searches. Oh, boy. (laughs) I feel Um, bad for your FBI agent. My FBI agent's probably weeping on a daily basis. He just goes (laughs) home at the end of the day. It's like, you won't know the shit I go through on a daily basis watching his phone. Truthfully, I I pity anyone that has to acknowledge the things that I search for. Um, I guess it's probably better than trying to Google how to build pipe bombs and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, that for sure gets you on a watch list and you yep. get assigned your personal FBI agent for that. Um, I think if you start Googling things like, um, gooch shots from the toilet bowl view, <laughs> you get left alone and nobody ever talks to you again. There's actually kind of like a secret letter that goes out to your friends and family. It says, this guy's a freak. Leave him alone. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, perhaps one of the most interesting uh, things about this review was that 61 people found it helpful. Uh, Imagine everyone who looked at this thing and read the description for its purpose, and 61 of them thought that they were buying a selfie stick and were happy to hear that they avoided buying a cheaply made one. I have to assume that because you only have a helpful button when it comes to Amazon that they are finding it funny instead. So, you know, it's like uh, um, uh, any of the... uh, uh, Oh my God! From soft uh, games, from soft, from soft, from soft, yeah, something from soft. Whew, wow! Uh, it's not even alcohol at this point. It's uh, working a double. I, actually, we've reached the point where I've been twenty-four hours awake, so I'm sure recording another episode after this one's going to go fairly smoothly. Um, I, so it's like any from software game where you you know have a limited message you can leave and you can only either find it helpful or not helpful and people do uh what are some of the, the very weird specific ones try finger butthole yeah try finger butthole so despite being very limited people find a way <laughs> to just you know fuck with people um god i love those games for that reason if nothing else for the the trolling that people find to do with messages they're certainly way too frustrating for me yeah i uh i got back on it a couple weeks ago and then i got completely busy and and i haven't fallen off i want to go back and play um especially to find more tri-fingered butthole uh, (laughs) because if nothing else works in that game why not give it a shot yep might as well (laughs) um so this next one, uh, next review is by Crystal Marie. Uh, her title was It Goes Where? Uh, she says, I purchased this for my 96-year-old aunt. It was the helper in the bathroom, yet that isn't what it did. 
Not simple to use unless your range of motion and ability to control is good. We were going to return it, except she had attempted to use it. So I felt bad returning something that touched her nitty bits. <laughs> now, uh, I, uh, this review is, is a fairly straightforward review. She returned, or wanted to return it because it didn't work. And you know that's typical review for something that is cheap and broken. Uh, I mostly included this review just because she used the term nitty bits. That's like my new favorite word now. Right. I've never in my life heard that phrase, and I think it has changed my life. I don't know for the better or worse, but it's different now. Well, it's going to be in your common vocabulary now, so. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I might just, uh, I might wait till somebody gets too close to me that I don't want to be uh, up in my my goodies and, you know, get off my nitty bits. It might might do the job. It's going to do the job. If you yell nitty bits, people are going to leave you alone. Absolutely. I think that we're helping people become more uh, introverted and antisocial. So maybe we're doing less of a favor with entertainment and more of a favor with introversion which might not be a favor at all. Well, I mean, as we're all introverts here, so yeah, we really, the more the merrier. And well, really though, do we want more? That's true. Uh, at what point do you stop searching for fellow introverts because then you start adding too many? It's like, wait a minute, something's going on here. Yeah, you're starting to be an extrovert then. <laughs> right. Uh, at some point, it, I think beyond one other introvert makes it a, an extrovert party. I think so. Uh, well, and it doesn't help too that we've chosen to record this in your basement because it's the most acoustically uh, aesthetic um, room in your house. So we're literally just being basement dwellers in a room full of video <laughs> games. We're not helping anything here. Nope. Um, so thank God that they did have the morality not to return it after use. Uh, you can do that with most items, but it would be chaotic evil to return the shit stick covered in ick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the poor 96 year old aunt too, she's already 96. Uh, so hasn't she really been through enough as it is? Uh, if I lived in 96, I'm asking everyone that draws near if they can just put the pillow to my face, if only for a minute. Like, if it doesn't kill me, maybe it'll make me appreciate life just another <laughs> day longer. Uh, so um, the poor 96-year-old aunt's going to have to make do with another means. Uh, hopefully she'll find her independence or just die and won't have to worry about it. Uh, so this next review is uh, Duke Keegan. He titled his does not work for me. Uh, he tried to be very polite in his review. Uh, instead of using aggressive terms for <laughs> any of the business that's going on, he tried to clean it up a little bit. He says, this buttocks wiper is hard for me to use. After a broken and fused lower back, wiping my tushy became difficult. It doesn't bend the way I need it to. The worst part is the business end is just too big. It tends to spread the poo instead of wipe up. <laughs> Just not a good all-around design. That is awful. <laughs> the the funnier part than than his misfortunes is that he updated it uh, so that he posted that on March twenty-third of twenty twenty, and then June fourteenth. So, uh, what about three weeks later? He <laughs> or no, no, it's much later than that. Uh, I can't fucking math. Uh, that's time. like three months later. Yeah, three months. That's that's more accurate than three weeks. Um, in, in June of 2020, he says, the company has sent me multiple requests to remove my review in exchange for a refund and Amazon gift cards. The review stands. Um, so I, I wonder how much they offered him because apparently it wasn't enough to, uh, to shame his family, uh, and take the money. Yep. 
I don't know. Uh, I think there's been enough one-star reviews that if they offered me any amount of money for this broken shit stick that doesn't work, I'd probably take it and just be like, thanks, and then I'll yeah. write another review. Um, so it sounds like he has a hard enough life as it is to have a broken back that had to be fused. Um, and now having to use the aid of a stick to wipe and just needing the small victories, it's a tough experience that I can only imagine. Now, if everything has gone wrong in your life and you get this thing and it just smears the shit everywhere, you just have to give up at that point. Uh, you grab as many electronics as you can plug in and reach the toilet and you just finish <laughs> it. If it's all gone wrong and you smear, that's it. That's the last desire to live. Not even flush down the toilet, smeared across your gooch. I feel like you couldn't get a good clean with it anyway. Yeah, it, it's a large bulb of a head yeah. that you just wrap toilet paper around. It looks like a shower head too, kind of. So you're trying to like rub a shower head onto your ass? Yeah, um, it's actually funny that you say that because the next review kind of addresses that. and it's Segway. Yeah, it's exactly. It, uh, it's uh, an ineffective tool, as Mally's mom uh, says in her one-star review called Hot Mess. <laughs> she says... Got it to wipe my butt, as I couldn't do to broken bones. Doesn't release TP as described, creating a dirty little mess trying to get it off. Used once, swiftly stopped, and never used it again. Unless your butt crack is big enough to drive a small cargo truck through, this ain't gonna cut it. Just made a mess. A mess I didn't need being immobile and in a wheelchair. You could try... You could try sticking a cucumber up there wrapped in toilet paper, and that's exactly what you'd have here. Just don't. <laughs> I like that she went the opposite Nike approach with the last last uh, line there. Just don't. <laughs> um, I don't know if she's saying just don't use the device or if she's not recommending a cucumber. Uh, maybe, Probably both. Maybe. Maybe she's tried the cucumber too. Just like, you know, this is probably as ineffective. I should try it for science. <laughs> like we had, you know, in uh, the, the first episode, the gummies. Um, <laughs> the people who, who carried it out in a scientific way and tried it three different times yep. to make sure that's what gave them the, the mud pile. Um, so I've seen plenty of complaints about the wand being too wide, uh, but large enough that your asshole has to be the size to drive a cargo truck through. Seems like it's a bit of an exaggeration. Like, this thing wasn't made for an elephant, but even if it was, I can't imagine the life-ending force that you're going to meet if you try to insert this thing into an elephant's asshole. <laughs> I also feel like the fact that the woman went straight to inserting a cucumber up her ass for the same result Seem, uh, she has some experience with uh, dick-shaped vegetables. Maybe that's what put her in the wheelchair in the first place. Oof. Uh, I, I also like, too, that she chose for her name Mally's mom because now she's dragged her kid into this, and he's got nothing to do with the shit smear that she's created. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess unless he's the shit smear she created. <laughs> yeah, this product probably wouldn't work for that. No, uh, that's usually a hanger that needs it for that job. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the one-way ticket to hell. <laughs> I hear Satan calling. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, Aaron, uh, oh God, Aaron Caven says, absolute total waste of money, which seems to be the general theme here. <laughs> Aaron says, does not hold toilet paper. Space forward is too wide to hold. Once use the button to dispel the paper, doesn't do the job because it never held the toilet paper in the beginning and because once used, the paper sticks to the wand. You will be pulling it off the wand and washing feces off the wand. She really likes the word wand. I feel like at this point she could have substituted the word it and just been done with it. Yeah. Uh, she's real wrapped up on that, unlike the uh, toilet paper on the wand. 
<laughs> she says, a tissue-wrapped wooden spoon would do the same. Don't waste your money. So <laughs> um, this is exactly the reason you can't eat at everybody's house. <laughs> and someone thinks that a wooden spoon is a similar result, and the fact that they went to a wooden spoon means that I'm never eating anything Aaron brings to the company potluck again. Uh, I don't know if you've uh, experienced company potlucks uh, at your job. I have. Okay. All right. So you're familiar. Uh, when you're a little bit younger, you kind of don't really think about what people do when they're making food at home or, or what condition of their home might be in while they're making it. You're just excited to get free food because you didn't have to work for it. It just was brought to you. Um, I once worked somewhere where we had an employee uh, bring uh, chicken wings, raw chicken wings. He was contributing to the potluck. And he brought the, the deep fryer, the chicken wings, all of it. He brought sauces. He was going to serve up everybody. And I must have been, I don't know, maybe 20, 21. So I was in the age where I was excited about food. Um, <laughs> I mean, I still am at 28. Yeah, but... I mean, you just are a little more cautious. And maybe put a little hand sanitizer in with it when you <laughs> Uh, but this guy, he would grab the raw chicken from the bag and then just throw it in the deep fryer basket. And then when they were done, he would grab them with the same hand that he pulled them out of the bag with and put them on the plate. Uh, no. This, the examples like this make me very much vibe with that song on TikTok where he, uh, the, the guy does at the end of disgusting food videos. Yep. It goes on about how you can't eat at everybody's house. Um, there's, I don't know if it's the same woman or a couple of different women, but they do this horrible, disgusting foods. I think it's the same one. I think it must be like, it, I, she has to fucking have the account as like a, um, it has to be a troll. Account. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the, the last one I watched, I think you might've sent it to me. Probably. Was where she created the uh, the fruit punch in the toilet bowl, yep. and she put I think it was like a bunch of nerds and Swedish fish and gummy worms and and uh, a, a pint of sherbet, yep. and then uh, in the the back of the toilet tank she poured a bunch of um, uh, fruit punch. Uh, I think she might put a couple other things in the tank too, and then she flushes the toilet, and all of that fruit punch washes into the bowl, and it just creates this big fruit punch in the toilet bowl. And then you watch her scoop it out into a glass and take it over to her friends. They're having some kind of barbecue party out in the patio, and she hands it to them, and they start drinking. And they're like, "Oh yeah, it's good." And she's like, "I made it in the toilet," and they're like, "What?" <laughs> and and. Uh, and so they they go to, to witness the horror to make sure that she's not fucking with them. And then you just watch them just casually pour it back in the toilet like, oh, I'm not going to drink this. I would have burned the house down. That's the only proper response. If somebody fucking gives me toilet punch, I don't care how well you cleaned it. I don't care if it's a fresh toilet. It's got something in it that's not meant to be food. Yep. And I, I can't. I, burning the house down is the only thing you can do. Toilets and food do not mix. Unless it's already food coming out of you, but that's different. You're not eating that. Right. Hopefully. And, and, and I think it is the same woman. She also does things where she'll um, mix a bunch of, like, cake ingredients and then, like, freeze it in the, ba in the, in the freezer and then pull it out, like, an hour later and then just start eating it. And it's just, yeah. like, raw, uncooked egg frozen in there. And she's like, oh, this is such a good fudge. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Although I will say that I do eat raw cookie dough with eggs in it. Okay, raw cookie dough is a sin we can all indulge in. Uh, you know, they're, they warn that you can get salmonella from it, but I think realistically they're just trying to prevent you from living your best life. They have to be. So um, those are some gross examples. I'm sorry we went there, <laughs> but it is the reality of what people do, so here we are. 
Um, <laughs> so this is actually one of the first reviews. This is the last review. I put it at the end because it was so great. Um, the, it was the first review that I came across. Well, the selfie stick was the first review I came across. This was the second. And I knew because of this one that this was going to be the product we went through. Uh, so this one is an anonymous Kindle customer, and they've just nicknamed their uh, their title The Violator. Uh, <laughs> so this customer says they should rename this The Violator because once the paper slips <laughs> off, and it will, you will impale yourself with Lord Voldemort's wand of death, and it will violate you uh, in ways that you've never thought possible. Is this an aid or a medieval torture device? I'll let you decide. But remember that once you go there, you'll never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that review is amazing. Um, now, this one has a little reek of trolling, but it seems like a genuine review as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sounds like the kind of review that uh, uh, therapy is not going to cover. <laughs> right. Um, so this person has seen some shit, all of the puns intended, and it sounds like uh, has experienced the plunge into the rabbit hole that gave them a life-changing experience that they mentioned. Uh, I'm not sure, though, how much force someone uses to compare using the toilet paper wand to make the comparison to Voldemort's wand casting the death curse. Uh, and I'm ashamed to say that I came up with the joke, talk about your deathly hollows. <laughs> um, I'm not ashamed of it. I am proud of it. Kristen uh, doesn't appreciate my humor, but maybe somebody will. I'm a free for adoption, so long as you will feed me and take care of me and let me play video games all the time. I don't do housework because I don't do my own. <laughs> so, um, you have anything to add on these reviews or this product in particular? For this Voldemort one, for that to just slip in, that's got a big-ass head on the back. Yeah, a lot of people were complaining that this thing was not meant for the human asshole. And I, I would argue that they're probably trying to go too far if they're getting it to the asshole. Uh -huh. I get that's where it came from. It's where you got to wipe. But a lot of people are talking about impaling themselves and uh, really just it goes back to becoming a sex toy after you get so far. Are they trying to like power scrub their asshole or something? Maybe. But at that point, I think you have to get a bidet and just hook it up to a pressure washer <laughs> <laughs> just fucking spray off the skin even That's, you're probably gonna have water coming out of your mouth if you hook up a bidet to a pressure washer yeah maybe i, I did see there were a couple of reviews where people said save your money get a bidet it's gonna be a lot cleaner it's gonna be a lot easier you don't have to worry about all of the extra work but i think that if, if, if you get it uh, attached to a pressure washer that's that's worth recording and sending in to us I would say so. Good content. Well, you know, I don't know. It depends, on, I guess, on how graphic it gets because there are some things I don't want to see when it comes to people in the bathroom and uh, pressure washing the skin off of your taint is probably one of them. That is probably true. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's our one-star dummies for this week. Um, so we're going to look into something else that's um, insane, absolutely, for a lack of a better word. So what we're going to look at for the next segment is That's Crazy, Put It in the Books. And this is the, the segment where we uh, look into crazy laws that are, are baffling. Uh, 
Uh, all right. So uh, just a reminder, that's crazy. Put it in the books is the segment where we dive into um, laws that are just absolutely off the wall. Um, things like pickles are, are illegal in Ohio. Uh, we discussed how jazz was banned in a school district in New Orleans at one point. Uh, this one is probably... I probably just about as bizarre as the jazz uh, being banned. So uh, for this one, we're looking at a, a topic that could be considered uh, a hot debatable topic. We're not going to get into gun control itself. Uh, there's, as far as I'm concerned, no right answer. Um, there's a lot of possibilities that people have come up with, and I'm no master on any one of them. So we're not going to touch it. Instead, I want to address the topic that's going on in Texas um, that many people probably don't know about. Um, this one in particular uh, is a, uh, a Texas-specific law that one particular dumbass has helped defend uh, in the courts. So uh, the article is kind of long. Uh, I, I first looked into it. Um, I... Uh, found out there were a lot of other clickable links that kind of dive into the history of this and expands years. So I kind of ran a, a list of bullet points that might be a little bit easier just to kind of break it down, uh, make it easier for discussion instead of getting into all of the law jargon. Uh, I don't know about you. I myself am not a lawyer or studying to be a lawyer. Uh, I've already ruled out a long time ago. I'm far too stupid to do that. Same. Uh, of all the things I've considered doing in my life, lawyer has never been one of them. Uh, I did consider at one point being a doctor when I was younger, and then I realized that despite all the money, it's actually a lot of work. Yep. And uh, I'm not too lazy of a person, but it's a lot more research than I want to do. So You're probably going to put in more hours as a doctor than you do now anyway. That's true. Uh, I think double shifts are probably just a regular. Uh, at that point, you kind of forget that you have a family at home and you just sleep in whatever room is available. Yeah, but those doctor paychecks, though. But where do you spend it other than the food in the cafeteria? <laughs> I, I mean, I guess maybe they probably do make regular money, just they have no way to spend it, so that's how they're rich. I guess, uh, but I'm starting to wonder, though, if um, hospital staff isn't getting paid enough because in the many, many scrollings of TikTok I've come across, there's been one one nurse in particular, and I'm sure it's not a uh, – uh, actually, no, there have been several nurses I've seen who have advertised their OnlyFans. So, obviously, it's not enough to to, <laughs> uh, to make uh, the money that they make. They're, they're out there just like the rest of us hustling yep. and uh, literally shaking that ass for money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all that aside, um, this law in Texas, many people don't know, it is illegal to own more than six sex toys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so what? why I said that this is kind of a revolving thing around uh, hot debate about gun control and all of that reform Um there are significantly fewer restrictions on gun laws in Texas than there are on what you can own for pleasuring yourself or a partner. It's just so dumb to me. Like, and really, who's going to enforce this? Well, the police, apparently. Um, I, I do have a, a, a brief example. Um, in 2004, uh, well, I guess we'll, we'll just kind of go over it. In 2004, Austin sto store owners who uh, had uh, sex toys, uh, like adult stores and other uh, places that maybe have those kind of novelty objects, uh, challenged a law that would see them locked away for up to two years for displaying and selling what the law has called uh, obscenities. 
Uh, in fact, the law had been more than just a ridiculous moral code. It was actually upheld uh, over the course of like the last 25 or so years. And one woman uh, that I found in this article sold toys at a passion party, and she was arrested by two undercover cops that were at the party. <laughs> Um, so for those of you who maybe don't know what passion parties are, um, very simply, they are like the Tupperware parties that maybe you've heard of, uh, aunts or grandmothers or even mothers, I guess. Uh, you know, you have big hostings, you show them all the Tupperware, except their dildos and vibrators and all of that creams and lotions. Um, I accidentally, uh, attended one actually, uh, really? when I was younger. Yeah. Um, my, I was with this, uh, girl, I wasn't like dating her, but I was trying to date her, uh, or maybe less than date, but that's not important. Um, anyway, we, we worked together. One of our coworkers said, Hey, we're going to have a party if you want to come by, but we have another thing going on a little bit before that. So, you know, just come at this time. And we said, okay, cool. And we went at that time that we were told and they're like, oh, you're actually a little earlier than we hoped you'd be. And I was like, do we need to leave for a little while? And he's like, no, no, it's fine. Just come in. Uh, so we came in, and apparently they were at the end of a passion party, uh, specifically the point where they were getting ready to try to make sales. So they were passing around dildos. <laughs> so this girl that I was trying to, like, I don't know, I guess impress, because at the time I had a, my first car, um, and, uh, you know, driving us around places. We we're going to parties and hanging out together. And uh, we went to what was supposed to be a party held by our coworkers and ended up being the tail end of the passion party. And I just sat there with a bunch of women that I worked with at the time, and we just passed around these dodos. Uh, and if, if that wasn't uncomfortable enough for, you know, like a young 20, 21-year-old, uh, they were women that I saw on a daily basis, you know, five out of the seven days. So I got to see what they would like pick up and take particular interest in. It's just like, no, I don't want to imagine you in that light. And now I don't have any other option than when I see you and say hi on a Monday morning. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. So that would be uh, awful. What was probably worse. I mean, we didn't get arrested, so that was good. But uh, what was probably worse was they decided they were tired afterward and they just didn't want to throw the party. <laughs> so man, this girl went to the end of a passion party, uh, hung out for an hour, didn't get to drink anything, and then just went home. Like I took her back to her place, and then I went home and probably played video games. Um, I'm going to ask a question that I don't know if I want the answer to. We'll see how I can answer it then. At these parties, do they demonstrate the toys? That would be a wild party. They don't. Um, well... I guess to some extent they don't obviously just spread it and, and get the pound town on themselves. Um, they they do show the functionality. Uh, they'll, they'll pull out like the um, the dodo that has the um, I, I'm gonna have to talk now like I'm an expert and know what these things are. Uh, but it has like the clit attachment too, and they'll just like turn it on and like see oh this one rotates while oh. this one wiggles or whatever. Um, that's really the extent of it. Um, they did pass out samples of like flavored lube and stuff like that. So I guess in that way they demonstrated, but that would just be an orgy if they fucking, <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Just take it all off. Um, that would have been a far memorable experience and that I probably would have had to have quit after that. <laughs> um, so back to the story, um, the particular idiot that defended this law uh, was Ted Cruz, nonetheless. Uh, he is notable for many, many things over the uh, dozens of years that he has been a representative of Texas. Um, he uh, argued that 
uh, sex toys should be outlawed entirely. He he argued essentially that the sex toys were bringing down the overall morality of citizens of Texas. Um, and we'll, we'll get into more of that here in a little bit. Um, so the plaintiffs uh, of the, the sex device case, which were these Austin store owners, uh, argued that the law was a violation of the 14th Amendment, which uh, for anyone who's not a um, scholar in uh, our Constitution like myself, I had to look it up. Uh, I felt like I didn't need to. I know this, this amendment, but I didn't know which one it was. Uh, that one is the uh, right to pursue life, liberty, and property without being denied them without due process. Um, so a federal judge ruled that the purchasing and use of sex toys was not protected by the Constitution, and sent the the plaintiffs on their way. Uh, so basically, because it wasn't in the Constitution that the forefathers didn't write, you have a right to diddle yourself with inanimate objects. Uh, the court threw it out. Um, luckily, though, uh, they appealed the uh, the decision. Uh, unfortunate for them, Ted Cruz got to review the case, as at the time he was the Solicitor General of, of Texas. Um, and it is, is often the case uh, when it comes to Ted Cruz. In 2007, he and then Attorney General, who is now the... Um, uh, oh, what's the state leading uh, body? Governor. Um. That's you were asking the wrong person. <laughs> I might have mentioned I'm not a scholar when it comes to <laughs> this kind of thing. Uh, I'm not a scholar in a lot of things, as it turns out. I'm just kind of a rambling idiot at most times. A dumbass. Okay, that's that's a little bit harsher. <laughs> a little more raw than I was going for. but um, So uh, Ted Cruz and uh, Greg Abbott uh, proved to be as useless then as they are now. Uh, and they filed a 76-page brief calling the court of, calling on the Court of Appeals to uphold the law as it does not implicate any liberty interests. Uh, they further went on to explain in the brief that the law served to protect the morals of America and that the promotion of such devices were akin to engaging in hiring a prostitute or engaging in cons- consensual bigamy. Uh, now, I've heard a lot of wild claims about what for example, drugs or alcohol does. Obviously, we had a big prohibition in the 20s, um, and people you know, went to clubs and drank secretly in big groups or whatever, um, and that got appealed and brought back, and people, you know, we had the big war on drugs for decades and decades that just went nowhere but locked people up in prison for much of their life just for smoking pot. Yep. Um, I, <laughs> of all the wild claims I've ever heard, um, this is is way up there. Um, I don't remember. No, I don't know if you remember, but a few months back, the mayor of Hudson here in Ohio said that ice fishing would lead to prostitution. I did not hear that. No. Okay. Um. I I don't know his defense on what he where he drew the line, but he said that ice fishing should be banished because it leads to prostitution. I don't even see how. I don't know. I don't have answers for you. I didn't. Is uh, it is it because you're fishing in a little hole? Maybe, but if you would think he was combining that to or comparing that to uh, prostitution, you would think it would have to be a bigger hole. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It, it was kind of one of those things that just it was said, and I people talked about it for a while, and it went away like everything else does because. If you hold on to anything, you've missed five other things that have already happened. <laughs> so um, it was an interesting time in uh, Facebook as uh, people uh, made memes and such as they do. Um, 
yeah, I, I, I kind of want to look into that and find out what his defense was. But that was his claim, was that ice fishing would lead to prostitution. So, in perhaps the most noticeable line of the brief, Cruz's office declared, there is no substantive due process right to stimulate one's genitals uh, for non-medical purposes unrelated to procreation or outside of an interpersonal relationship. That is, the pursuit of such happiness has no constitutional standing, uh, so basically, you don't get to do it. That is just so stupid. Right. Imagine being so afraid of the female orgasm that you have to fight with all of your energy to uphold a law <laughs> that prevents enhancing pleasure. Wow. Apparently, they like everything dry in Texas, and from the size of the balls it must take to defend a law like this, it goes to show that not everything is bigger in Texas. <laughs> Uh, fortunately, though, the Court of Appeals uh, laughed Cruz and Abbott out of the hearing and said that, that what they were trying to do was control what people do in the privacy of their homes and not about trying to prevent some kind of legitimate link to prostitution or some kind of decline in morality. Um, having lost the motion in the courts to uphold the law, the prohibition of sex toys and other such devices got repealed, and now they can sell them, but somehow a limited or a limit of six per person got issued and stayed. Um, I did not dig into further how they came to this limit of six. Um, it is interesting to think, though, that if you were out, I don't, do you think, I don't know, maybe Texas is a weird state where they have some kind of registration for how many sex toys you bought, <laughs> and you try to go into the store, and they're like, all right, we got to scan your ID, and it's the seventh one, and the fucking alarms go off, and it's just red <laughs> lights flashing everywhere, the fucking police bust down the door and throw you to the ground. I mean, I can't imagine any other way for somebody to be caught having more than six. I, you would really have to do an investigation and like really break through their, their belongings and flip things around. Uh, I, I don't know, honestly. I'm glad that this got appealed because of all the things that the courts are doing that are just off the wall and saying, I think prohibition of fucking yourself is really one of the weirdest I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm glad they got laughed out. All right. Um, we do have links for that as well. A couple articles that I, I looked at for that weird law, um, as law as well as the um, penal code in Texas that covers that law. Um, it, it's funny that it's penal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a five year old at heart, and I don't apologize for it. Um, so yeah, Ted Cruz, the idiot that does off the wall things every day of his life who uh, fled his state when they were under the blizzard that knocked out power for much of the state. And uh -huh. he went to Cancun with his family. <laughs> you know, what a great leader does in a time of crisis. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's that's what I have for That's Crazy. I don't know. Um, as far as I could tell, there's not been a um, repeal on the six limit. Um, as far as I know, it still stands. But like you said, how are they going to know? <laughs> So that's what I have for That's Crazy, Put It in the Books. you have anything else to add to that? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, so we're going to dive the furthest we can dive into the dark hole uh, where we normally end up at the end of each episode. Um, we were calling the segment The What, uh, but it has come to my attention that this seems like kind of a standalone segment that doesn't really, that doesn't really tie into... Um, dumb people so we we thought about maybe replacing it with something else finding something that maybe would work better uh, but 
a lot of people really like this segment and like find the <laughs> fucked up things uh, that Kristen forces us to engage with every week. So we've decided to rephrase it. It's not so much just a standalone word now every week. Now we're going to change its name to the worst of humanity because somebody created these terms. Somebody wanted people to suffer. And so they've done these horrible terms that usually end up in Urban Dictionary. And because of that, it is wholesome, not wholesome, holy, that's the word, holy dumb, uh, <laughs> W-H-O-L-L-Y instead of the divine, uh, that's a whole other dumb entirely. But uh, So, are you ready to find out what terrible word somebody has forced the world to engage with and what my wife feels like she hates us enough to force on our lives? I'm never ready. I don't know why I ask, honestly, because we never, never are. <laughs> Uh, so this one is interesting being that we are nerds, uh, particularly nerds that love D and D. Uh, the phrase, the word is Horlock. So my mind is, it's going to have to do something with a warlock. And my guess is that it's going to be somebody that dresses like a wizard or a warlock and just whores themselves out. So you mean every girl that dresses like a witch on Halloween? Sorry, not every girl. I will take that back. A lot of them, though. I mean, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, so, kind of a, a sexy witch type thing? Yeah. yeah, but my I was more going towards the guy side. So the guy was dressing up like that. You know, you know what? what? I, guess I guess men are generally considered to be the warlocks and women are the, the witches. witches. Yeah. Uh, I think even in Harry Potter they established that maybe... Yeah. I think they're wizards and witches. They are indeed wizards and witches. Uh, I've uh, thrown myself under the bus as far as being a nerd, so there's that. Um, I will learn one day and I'll just stop talking about things that I know no absolutes <laughs> about. Um, so Horlock, I, I think it's I think it's very on the nose, like you were indicating. I think it has to do with someone who claims to be of magic uh, capabilities who just like to get down uh, i don't think there's a lot to go on with this one honestly i i'm hoping they're not casting rituals during bed <laughs> uh, sexy time uh, i hope they're not stabbing hearts and taking them and committing dark devil deals and whatnot uh i think i have to agree with you i'm gonna go with the, the whore male warlock this is a pretty quick response for this one yeah i mean it's probably way off as they always are like usually yeah we, we tried to figure out land shark last time and we were nowhere near nope uh, i still don't think land shark should exist but here <laughs> we are. um so a horlock is a warlock of whores pretty on point a wizard at seducing and unlocking the legs of promiscuous <laughs> women i didn't know that they had locks on them that needed unlocked well is it supposed to be like a term for somebody that's just good at it? Probably like good at having sex with them. I, I think I'm taking "unlocked" in too literal of a sense. With enough drinks and enough uh, charisma, um, it seems like that's the unlocking mechanism. Uh, I don't like doing these kind of terms in front of the women that we adore and care for. Uh, it's kind of unfortunate that they're here for recordings. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, unlocking the legs of promiscuous women. To be fair, your wife did give the word. 
Therefore, I cannot be held accountable for the things that I say. That seems fair. I think that's law. We're going to go with that being law. All right. All right. So that's that's the, the worst of humanity, Horlock. It was a pretty straightforward, uh, probably far worse. Uh, um, uh, what's the word? I've completely lost all language. Not cantations. Annot- Spell? Annotation? Connotation? Connotation. That's the fucking word. Connotation. Bring him back to the dumbass point. Uh, did I mention that I'm at 25 hours awake now? After a 16-hour shift? Excuses. I think I might have mentioned that. All right. Let's fucking get out of here. I hope you've got some good stuff to get us out. All right. So we <laughs> we tried to combat being a sex podcast. I think we failed miserably today, though. Oh, yeah, we definitely did. I mean, we argued that we weren't, uh, and I said we would prove it, and then we talked about dildos all goddamn day. <laughs> uh, Russ, how do you feel about everything we've done here today? Well, I, I hesitate to say accomplished because we rarely do anything of that magnitude. I suppose, if nothing else, we took a stance on being sex positive, and I'd say from the existence of three children, I'm pretty sex positive. Uh, insert rim shot here. Not rim job, you sickos. Uh, the amount of times I've had to stop and think about which one of those I mean when I'm trying to uh, tell a horrible joke and uh, want to send an appropriate gift following that, uh, I luckily always land on the right one, but if I ever choose the wrong one, I'm going to ruin my entire day. I don't even know what comes up if you try to gift search rim job, but I'm not looking to find out anytime soon. So... What uh, what are your thoughts on this this particular episode uh, on us being um, well? I guess we're a sex podcast now. I was gonna say I think we might might as well just give it up. I mean, we're going into the sex direction, so every story is about sex at this point. Came across Horlock, we would have to give it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> any other final thoughts or or ideas? Hey. This one got this one got weird a few times. It did. I guess really the whole thing was kind of weird. (laughs) Um, But we got through it, so there it is. That's episode four in the books. Uh, It feels like we've been doing this forever, and yet we have so long to go. So let's wrap this thing up and get out of here. Uh, If you liked what you heard today, you can follow me, the sexier of the two hosts, on Instagram and Twitter at Unfeeling Dragon. You can follow me, the smarter of two hosts, uh, (laughs) at CryoWeasel on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. And remember, you can always follow us on the socials for the podcast. That's Overdue for Extinction on Instagram, O4EPod on Twitter, and swing over to Facebook and find us on there. Our community is ever-growing and sharing memes and posts for discussion discussion (laughs) and laughs. Smarter my ass. (laughs) (laughs) We'll post pictures and links relative to the episodes on these socials, and we ask that you, and we ask that you partake in the world, in the would you rather discussion on Facebook as well. Come say hi on any of any or all of our platforms. Please come check up on us. We're clearly not well, but that's at the fault of the people that we have to look at every week. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, uh, all of this wouldn't be possible without all of you listening. If you weren't listening, we'd have to pull the life support plug on Grandpa on day one. And it's not that we don't love him, but what would we do if he was a vegetable? If you have any content to send in for the show, we would love to use it. And of course, we'll give you a shout out uh, for sending us the good stuff. 
Also, we are looking to start a new segment about Florida Man stories that happened on listeners' birth dates. Um, I was going to kick one off today using my birthday, but then I thought, well, my birthday is not until December, so we'll wait accordingly to that. I think we'll, instead of, you know, by people submitting them, we'll just go by as close as we can get to their birthdays. Um, you just had a birthday recently, yep. a couple weeks ago at this point. Um, so you know, we kind of missed the mark on that one. Maybe we'll make it up to you and do a Florida man on your birthday story. Um, so if you are interested in, in getting a segment dedicated to you for your birthday, uh, let us know. Um, and if you or any, or if you have uh, any loved ones coming up that have a birthday, any, <laughs> you made fun of me. Uh, it's the alcohol and the sleeplessness. If you or a loved one have an upcoming birthday, try to get it into us as soon as possible, and we will try to cover it as close to the birthday as we can. Now, you can send all of that information and content over to us uh, on any of our socials that Russ mentioned, or you can also email us, email us, language has failed us, God is dead. Uh, you can email at us, oh my God. <laughs> you can email us, there it is, at overdueforextinction at gmail.com. Uh, we are also currently working on printing out flyers that we can post out on uh, community boards, um, maybe church, maybe not church boards, but maybe we don't post them on church boards. There are certain audiences we're not trying to reach because, well, as we've established, we don't always have the right content for certain audiences. Um, but if you find places that you can stick it on a bulletin board or a telephone post or anything like that, if you're interested in doing that, reach out to us and we will get, <clears throat> excuse me, we'll get that flyer design uh, sent out to you so you can get printing and get placing. Uh, we'd love to have the help advertising and getting our name out there. Uh, just contact us, provide your address, and we'll mail, uh, sorry, well, your address if you want some flyers, we'll send some sample flyers. Um, or if you want to uh, send an email to us, we'll uh, email you a copy of that. Uh, just do us a favor, avoid anywhere that might get you or us in trouble. Nowhere like federal uh, places or any places that would be considered graffiti to post things like that. Uh, one final announcement before I turn it over to Russ to waste my precious time with another bad joke. Uh, we have accomplished all we needed to in order to commit to this on a weekly basis here on out. That means that you no longer have to wait two weeks between episodes. We are bringing the dumb every Tuesday to you at noon uh, on the dot. So please be excited as we are to undertake this endeavor. All right, Russ, Mr. Death of Humor, what awful joke do you have for us today? Well, in honor of Horlock and Voldemort's wand, I have one that's a little magical. A man walks into an, into an enchanted forest and tries to cut down a talking tree. You can't cut me down, the tree exclaims. I'm a talking tree. The man responds, you may be a talking tree, but you will dialogue. God fucking damn it. You make me want to Avada Kedavra myself. Well, somebody's got to do it. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, everybody. And we will see you next Tuesday.